The following episode contains major plot points that may spoil movies for some viewers. A spoiler warning is now in effect. Hi, and welcome to the Abbey Normal Podcast. I'm your host, Colin. And I'm Aaliyah. How's it going, everyone? Happy Pride. Happy Pride. It's been, what, three weeks since we posted an episode, and I apologize for no, the inconsistency. two weeks. No, it's been three weeks. Are you sure it's been three? We haven't posted an episode since uh, May 31st. Oh, shit. So, as of today, it's been three weeks. Well, it's Pride Month, so yeah. Well, it's not really like... It's Pride Month. It is Pride Month. I'm not saying that the Pride is the reason why we haven't been posting consistently. (laughs) We had ideas. However, those ideas take time to do the research and to get... Uh, facts together before we go into these sort of discussions, but we do want to do like a Pride themed episode. It may not be in June, but you know what? Pride shouldn't just be a monthly holiday. It should be celebrated all day, every day. It's like Halloween. All 365 days within a year. It's like Halloween. You celebrate that every day. Yeah. Yeah. At some point we'll do a LGBTQIA plus representation of in horror movies episode. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to be by the end of June. Exactly. But we will at least we can at least say what our favorite LGBTQIA plus like characters or icons or pieces of horror that have that kind of representation in it. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? I don't want to. But okay. You do it because I gotta put Bowie back on the bed because he's not listening to me. Alright. Well, my favorite uh, movie that I had to pick, I have a couple, but the one I will pick the most is Interview with a Vampire. Okay, and which, why? Which, when I was a kid, I didn't know like they were like that in the movie. But mm-hmm. as I got older, I started thinking, oh wow, they really have a, a very weird relationship with each other. A very toxic one. Oh yeah, it's yeah. like... But everyone wants to be them, apparently, so yeah. Well, I think it's interesting how we even see that type of toxic relationship in straight couples. So it's interesting to see it in almost a gay couple representative, mm-hmm. you know? Especially with Lestat. He's got this obsession with Louis, and he wants to keep him in his life I think and close. The- I just think that, like... Yeah, it, it makes sense. He's just a know? sassy diva. That's what he is. You know? Yeah. Yeah. My favorite representation in horror is the Fear Street series. And it's primarily parts one and three. Yeah. Because those highlight more of a lesbian relationship between Dina and Sam and then with Sarah and Hannah. Yeah. And they're actually kind of two different love stories. I mean, they're both lesbian relationships, but they're different types of stories. Mm-hmm. You know, because one, on one hand, you have Sam and Dina, who used to be together as a couple, and then they broke up when Sam moved to Sunnyvale, and now they're, you know, they're reconnecting during these events of horrific massacres, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then on the other hand, you have Sarah and Hannah, two closeted lesbians who have to keep their relationship a secret out of fear of being persecuted by their 
the members of their community yeah. and sentenced to death because it's it, I mean especially back in that time it was, it was very, very forbidden very forbidden very taboo and, and yeah. still not socially accepted by but that's what people. makes this story especially for this great you know and it's a you know it's a sad it's story sad. too yeah well the Sarah's story is, is a sad one because we we know throughout the movies that she was hanged for her crimes of witchcraft. But then mm. you watch it and you realize she actually wasn't really a witch. Yeah. She was just a girl who was in love who was being, you know, shunned by her community members. Yeah, for, her peers and all that for, for liking her. Yeah. For being who she was. Yeah. And I think it's an interesting take of that type of, that type of representation. In a movie series like Fear Street, I thought it was a great way of executing that type of representation in a more modern day story. Exactly. So I like that one. That's my favorite. Yeah, it definitely has great storytelling to it. Yeah. And then what I also want to talk about later on in life, because we did get some new... Later on in life? Well, later on in the year, especially. Okay, we'll talk about it later on in life. Well, in recent months, we have gotten new listeners. We have gotten a huge increase in listenership again, Mm -hmm. and we've gotten listeners from new countries again. So last time we discussed this... We had new listeners from New Zealand and Bermuda, which were very exciting. Wasn't Norway like... Norway's one of the newer ones. Yeah, we got Norway. I'm so happy. In recent months, we have new listeners from Italy, Norway, and Panama, which I'm very excited for. I love Van Halen. Italy especially, because that was one of the countries that I predicted we were going to get next. Which one? Italy? Italy. Remember that time you predicted Austria was going to be the next one we get? And sure enough, the very next day, Austria was the next country to show up on our... Yeah, they heard me, so... And I was like, are you psychic? But we finally got Italy, and I thought this would be a great opportunity to go into... A more in-depth discussion about Italian horror movies. I mean, we're not going to talk about that today, obviously. If you see the title of this episode, we're not going to be doing more of a discussion. I was we're going to be say, doing what is the title of this episode? <laughs> horror. <laughs> horror. Horror. My sister pointed out the other day that I, when I say horror, I sound like I'm saying whore. Whore? Whore. Whore. So yeah. she's like, horror. You gotta enunciate horror. the er at the end. I'm like, yeah. So, horror. Well, that's what I always say, too. I always say horror. So, this week's episode is Horror Trivial Pursuit Part 3. Because we've been doing this three times now. In 3D. Not really. (laughs) But anyway. Fine. But I do want to do an in-depth discussion at some point on... About 3D movies? No, about Italian horror movies. And I already have some notes down, so maybe at some point soon we'll get a giallo or horror film discussion. Okay. I'm excited for that one. I did have an idea, too, for an episode that we would talk about. I think we talked about it yesterday. What was it? Uh, talking about horror comedies and what oh, the, yeah. and what makes them horror yeah. comedies and how would they come about. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had another idea I think you would be fun to do. You. Me? You love Star do? Wars, right? Ah, shit. And I know we, this is, this is primarily a horror, horror movie. Horror. Pod- it's a horror movie podcast, but... Just say horror. I like it. It's funny. <laughs> no, I don't. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it almost as much as listening to me sing. All right. Anyway, like, go on. So, mm-hmm. I think it would be fun, since 
I'm not really a Star Wars fan, but I have observed and watched some Star Wars movies and shows. I think it'd be fun if you put together a Star Wars trivia oh, shit. game Wait, and what? quiz me. All right, because right. we did it with Disney. Remember, yeah. I I picked the Disney questions and you had to guess them. Yeah. So this time we'll do Star Wars trivia and we'll see how well I do. But you can't do what you usually do, which is go on Google, type in Star Wars trivia, and then just pull up a random trivia game. No, you should like really do the research, and you can do it in your own way. Kind of like how I like to do it in my own way. All right, fine, fine. I'll do you that. You can make it fun for yourself. I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'm like, I don't like fun. But it, I think it would be fun. Because it would be fun for you to... All right, well, speaking of fun, let's play this okay. game. So, so everyone knows the drill when we do this horror trivia pursuit thing. Trivial pursuit. So, again, the objective of the game is to be the first player to collect six cards. Um, and there's a really odd way of doing it, but we're just going to roll the dice. Whatever color we get is the color coordinate question that we pull from the card. And then if we guess it right the first time, we get that card and then we move on to the next player. And that's why we're going to go back and forth like that. Okay. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. All right. Yeah, boy. Ah, shit. Green. <laughs> Green is foreign films. Damn it. <laughs> okay, so in Goodnight Mommy, which was released in 2014, oh, what yeah. body part of the titular mother is bandage? The mouth? Nope. I mean, the mouth is part of it, but... The eyes? The eyes are part of it, but not the eyes. Face? Yeah, her face. Yes! There you Lord, go. What up, bitch? And we're going to give each other three guesses wait, to wait, figure I it out. Wait, I need to know the second one, right? Or, no, that's oh. that's the other horror trivia game. Uh, <laughs> we're only doing one question at a time with these cards. So wait, okay. And I have to collect six of these? You have to collect six of those in order to win. Six of which one? Of a card. Not like of these questions, but you get a card, you put it down, oh, okay. you get six more cards, or five more cards, and you win. <laughs> okay, all right. So, who's next? My turn. All right, bitch. Green. <laughs> we always get green a lot. In the opening of Suicide Club, I almost said Suicide Squad. Oh, God. Suicide Club. Okay. How many school children are in the group of victims at the train station? Is it like a really high number? Yeah, it's like a middle number. A middle number? What's a middle number? All right, from like 1 to 100. So, it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. So like 60? Is it higher or lower than 60? <laughs> Help me out here. <laughs> you said middle. Alright, fine. Lower. Okay, 52? You're close. 50? No, you're cold. 55. Is that three guesses? Yeah. Because I guessed 60 and then I guessed 52. 54. You suck ass. That's not my fault. Alright, your turn. It's not my fault you can't read. Anyway. It's not that I can't read. I don't watch a whole <laughs> lot of foreign films. Neither do I, so it's okay. No, I'm, I have to read the question, oh, you dink. Sorry. So Colin got blue, so he got a, I think it's a monster question. Ooh. Wait, wait. Oh, gore and disturbing. Uh, well, I am gore and disturbing. So, let's see. What was the name of the character Zoe Bell played in Death Proof in 2007? Oh, I don't even know. I've never seen that. 
Okay. Has anyone do you want me to pick that? a different card? Yeah, please do. Yeah, it I mean... It bugged me. I didn't like that. Some of these questions, like, unless you've watched every single horror horror movie From out the there... From horror movie. Okay. Another card. Oh, this one you should know. What was not an ingredient used in The Thing, 1982, for creature effects? Ugh. You have microwaved bubblegum, creamed corn, toothpaste, or mayonnaise? Mayonnaise? Nope. Bubblegum? No, you get one more guess. Wait, what was the two other ones? You guessed mayonnaise and bubblegum. I know, but what was the two I didn't guess? You have creamed corn or toothpaste. Oh my god, this is hard. I don't like this part because this determines my life. It's not determining your life. It's going to determine just... if I'm dumb or smart. Oh um, <laughs> what? Nothing. Don't you judge me. You Cream corn. Nope. Damn it, I'm dumb. Toothpaste. I should. I was thinking toothpaste. Was and that was a movie you've actually watched. I was thinking I, of toothpaste. I've never watched the thing. Wait, can all the I way can through. I get toothpaste? No, you can't get toothpaste. Oh, how am I gonna brush my teeth? Here, you get the car, you read the question, I'll roll the dice. I don't all right? like this. Shush. You shush. You shush. You shush her. <laughs> Green. Foreign. The fuck is up with foreign films? I mentioned Giallo, and now they want me to. Jello? Giallo? Is that a foreign Jello? Do you really not know what Giallo is, or are you just being a troll right now? Nah, both. <sighs> Dick. What was the name of the American remake of Jewel? Was it The Ring? No. You're the close. Grudge. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but there was a sequel after Juan. It was Ju-In. Ha ha ha! You're not funny. I know. <laughs> Don't ever cre quit your day job to become a common comedian. Common? A common I'm, I'm man? I meant comic oh. or comedian. They're both the same thing. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a common man. Don't quit your day job to be a common man. Uh, Yellow. I get Oh, wait, why did I roll for you? Oh, thank you. No. <laughs> you rolled for me. Here. <laughs> See, this is why we don't like this game, is because we get lost. I got yellow. Okay. So. Yellow is slasher. Oh, it's killer movies. Okay. Yes, I was just going to be Same a thing. Okay. Yes. All right, cool. What is the name of the fictional Canadian mining town in which My Bloody Valentine is set? So Win you got to know the name of Winnipeg. the Winnipeg. Nope. <laughs> it's um, fictional, so it's not an actual place. Waka wiki waka waka? If you don't take this seriously, right. I'm going to count that as your second guess. No. Oh my god, you're such a dick. <laughs> anyway. You're I, a troll. I know this almost sounds like a town. Is it Szechuan? Mm-mm. I don't know. It's fictional. I'm not going to even guess it. I'm going to probably say Normantown. So that's your second guess, right? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Just give me the answer, damn it. It's Valentine Bluffs. What the fuck type of town is that in Canada? It's a, not a real place. It's fictional, I meaning know, not real. But I know it's the dumbest name. But it's called My Bloody Valentine. What did you expect? Well, the name sounds clever, but Valentine Bluff, really? All right, here you pick. You take the card. I'll roll the dice. Eighty slashers are dumb. Wow, so it's the 80s baby of 89. I got yeah. red. <laughs> He's funny. 
Anyway. Red is psychological. Oh, it's the brain. Okay. When Psycho was released, who demanded theaters have a no late emission policy for the film? When Psycho was released, mm -hmm. what theater? What was it? Let me say it again. When Psycho yeah. was released, uh huh. who demanded theaters to have a no late emission policy for the film? No late admission policy? Yes. Meaning that you can't be late for the movie. If you're late for the movie, okay. you can't watch it. Is it Alfred Hitchcock? Yeah. Right. How the fuck did you know that? Well, Alfred Hitchcock directed Psycho, and he had very strict rules when he came to making his movies. And even if they went as far as outside of production, I would believe it. Alright, here, you roll... Just so I don't mess up again. Wait, what's the score so far? Because I think I've, I have one. You have one, I have two. I, yeah. Go on. Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> In what the hell was that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking at the card. It's a movie that we have, but we haven't watched yet. In Happy Death Day, released in 2017, what poisoned dessert does Lori give to Teresa Gelb Gelbman? Cake? Nope. It's a birthday movie. It is a birthday movie, but it's not a cake. It's a type of cake, though. Oh, like what kind of cake? It's not like it's a different flavored cake. Bunt cake? Nope. But you're in, you're heading in the right direction, though. Bunt cake? It's not bunt cake. Okay. No, I know. I'm thinking of it. Yeah. I'm scared. Um, well, you've already guessed birthday cake and bunt cake, so this is your third guess. I don't like this. I saw the um, kill count video for this one, so I kind of knew what it was before I looked at the back. Lemon meringue? Nope. It's cupcake. I was thinking... I hate this. And I loved how, like... I don't want to ruin it for you, but it's... I mean, it's been out for a couple years, so I, I will say the... The way they revealed that it was the cupcake that was poisoned, it, I thought that was pretty genius. Lily, don't fall over there, please. It's whatever, though. All right. I don't care. I'll roll and you pull the card. This is a stupid game. Whatever. Just pick, pull the card. I'll roll. I don't want to. Happy anniversary. Happy. I know. Tomorrow <laughs> is our anniversary. <laughs> Eight years. Of, Yellow. Of dating. In Peeping Tom, Mark Lewis conceals his knife in what camera accessory? Uh, the camera case? Camera itself. Camera bag? Camera itself? I think so. In Peeping Tom, what Mark Lewis conceals his knife in what camera accessory? Not the camera, but... The camera bag? No. So if it's not the camera bag, I said camera case, but it's the same thing, camera bag. It's not a bag. The lens? No. You got one more guess. Oh, fuck. I know you're a photographer. You I went to college. To I know that. You don't think I know that? You don't act like it right now. Anyway. Last one. So Come it's on. a camera accessory. It's not the bag and it's not the camera lens, but it's an accessory. Mm hmm. Does it go on the camera? What's. Like, is this something that you can attach to the camera? Maybe, yeah. Is it a tripod? 
Yes. Yes! Thank God! Oh my God! If any Thank of my God. <laughs> if any of my college professors were ever listening to this show, they would probably be sadly disappointed. <sighs> Honey. In me. Anyway, I'm gonna pick a card. You pull the card. Oh wait, why am I rolling? It's your turn. <laughs> Take the fucking dice and roll. I love how this is such a psychological thing. <laughs> okay. She takes the dice. I roll. Blue. Um. What Talking Dead host portrayed one of the teenage protagonists in House of a Thousand Corpses? I feel like we already had this card. His name is Leon. No. His name is Jason. No. His name is Captain Spaulding. No. Never mind. What Talking Dead host portrayed one of the teenage protagonists in House of a Thousand Corpses? I just said my three guesses. Yeah, it's Chris Hardwick. They're actually looking for the actor's name. I was close. You dink. Anyway. They should have been more specific. You take the card, and I'll take the dice. Orange. Orange is... Paranormal. What film was the first collaboration between writer-director Ed Knight Shyamalan and actor Bruce Willis? Think about this. Unbreakable? No, 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 wait. The Sixth Sense? Yeah. Okay. Poor Bruce Willis, man. That's so sad. Honey, let Bruce Willis be Bruce Willis. He's going to retire anyway. I mean, we, I mean, I don't want to say we don't hear. Honey, I have to roll. Okay. We don't hear enough about actors or actresses retiring from the industry, but when. Blue. Okay, you roll the blue, but when when people like Bruce Willis, who are considered to be one of the most iconic and well-known actors of our time, has to, is forced to retire due to a disease is very sad. So you roll the blue, which is gore. The murder of what family member does Sheriff Wydell avenge in The Devil's Rejects? I don't know your movies. Because <laughs> these are movies you watch. I know. I love The Devil's Rejects. You know, if there's, there's one exception to when a sequel does better than the original movie. What? Why are you giggling over there? Nothing. Colin is giggling over here like a fucking tweaker. Well, because... He's not telling me why. I I don't want to hurt your feelings and have you be mad at me. What? No. Too late for that, honey. God damn it. When you said sequel to... When I heard you say you said it wrong, you said squeakle. (laughs) I was like, yes. (laughs) You scored. I'll give you the win. (laughs) You can go fuck yourself. Alright, so... Wait, didn't we just do mine? No. You you just bitched about how you've never seen this movie. And oh, then, and then started Rejects. And then started laughing at me because I said squeakle. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, you're taking forever to talk. Just say the answer, damn it. No, the murder of what family member does Sheriff Wydell avenge in The Devil's Rejects? I don't know. I've never seen Devil Rejects. Okay, you truly don't know? Yeah, I don't know okay. the re- Rejects I'm, of Devils. I'm going to explain it to you, but I just want to let I you know now. I don't really want to know. Just give me the no. answer. I'm going to explain it, but I just want to let you know right now you got it wrong since you gave up. But in House of a Thousand, in House of a Thousand Corpses, the cops do get called on by this on this family. Uh, Sheriff Wydell's brother goes to investigate, and he's talking to Mama Firefly, and she kills him. And they, in the beginning of Devil's Rejects, they find evidence that he was at the house. She had killed him. And he avenges his death by going after the Firefly family. So it's Sheriff Wydell's brother. That's cute. Anyway. Whatever. 
Mm-hmm. I'll roll. It's my turn now. Oh, wait, I thought it was my turn to roll. Nope. <laughs> you already lost, remember? Yeah, I know. Purple. Yay, I got purple. My purple. Fairy, my fairy can you. Purple is monster. Oh, my God. Actually, you would like this one. Okay. What is the profession of Mitch Brenner in The Birds? Is he a reporter? No. Is he, a, is he a lawyer? Yes. Okay, good. Wait, how many cards do you have? I now have five. You have one more to beat me. One with. more and I win. This ends up being one of our shortest fucking episodes. No, we've had shorter. We have, but it's fun. I think our shortest episode we probably had was like, what, like 15 minutes or 10? Shortest episode I've ever done was probably back when I used to do the um, Zodiac episodes. Because it was just me doing it. I didn't have anybody to correspond or talk to. So it kind of just was me reading stuff that I had researched about each Zodiac sign. And I tried to make it longer by talking about other things before and after the segments. But it still ended up being like under 20 minutes long. Okay, come on. So you roll. No. Oh. You got green. Uh, I don't want to be foreign. In the Orphanage, which was released in 2007... Laura wants to reopen orphanage to specifically cater to what type of children? Devil children. No. Um, Is that your genuine first guess? No. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, because that'd be kind of weird, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, when do devil children ever come up in horror movies? I mean, possessed kids? Yes. Ghost children? Yes. Um the Antichrist children movies where they come out and they actually are like kind of yeah, like demon, half demon, half human. Okay, they don't but, the, sh- yeah, they but don't then show. they're just called the Antichrist. They're not called devil children. Mm-hmm. Well, you've seen Children of the Corn. Yeah, those are cult members, not devil children. Yeah, they could be devil children. They could be categorized also as evil children, but not devil children. You're like one letter off there. <laughs> so what kind of children... Do they cater to in the orphanage? What kind of children are there? I can't tell you without giving away the answer. That's a very good question. Can you try to guess, at least? I don't know what kind of children are there. Do you give up? Yeah. Disabled children. Oh. Alright. I've been working all day. Leave me alone. I know you've been working all day. You just got home like an hour ago. Well, I, no, I'm not just, even an hour ago. Still, I got mean... got home at 6. Wait a minute, what time is it? Is it 7 for real? Actually, your clock on your laptop is 10 minutes fast, so it's 6.52. Is it really that... Wow. Yeah. Fucking Christ. Alright. Now roll. Purple. Oh my god. What? You win. Okay, well, can you tell me what the question is? The leader of the vampires in 30 Days a Night is played by what actor? You have to Fuck. fucking know this movie. Um, Danny Houston. Yes. Yes! And you win. Yeah, I win. I'm so proud of you. Happy anniversary to me. <laughs> Come here, honey, give me a kiss. My baby gets to win. So we're recording this on June 20th. Tomorrow is June, is June 21st, and it is essentially Colin and ours, like, Colin and I's eight-year <laughs> eight anniversary of being together as a couple. We got married in October of last year. October 30th. October 30th of last year, but we've been together essentially for eight years. 
We've been together since... Eight years is a long fucking time. Every time I tell people how long we've been together, they're like, eight years? That's a long fucking time. I'm like, well, there there are people who have been together longer than we have. Yeah, and, so, but yet you can stand me for that long? God. Sometimes. I have, I have pure, like, admiration for you. <laughs> like, I respect you so much for being with me for this long. <laughs> I'm confuzzled. What do you mean you have respect for me? I don't because, feel respected. No, why, what? <laughs> I feel like you are totally respected. By who? Me. <laughs> because me. we've been together. Me. Because <laughs> we've been together forever. And literally anyone would probably leave my ass. But you chose to stay. I've literally had people ask me how do I do it. Yeah, because I don't really think anyone likes me. I remember one time we were um, hanging hey, out. Hey, 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 what? hey, hey. Don't, don't put the personal out there. No, I'm not going to put their name out there. I'm just saying we were no. hanging out with a friend one night, and he was ask, like he was talking to you, and you were being you know, your usual quirky, ridiculous self. And he looked at me, and he's like, how do you do it, Aaliyah? He's like, how do you put up with somebody like Colin on a day-to-day basis? And I'm like, pot. <laughs> but that was when I was smoking pot then. Yeah. But now I don't. So now I have alcohol. <laughs> You don't even drink. I know. <laughs> I know. You barely drink. I, I try to find some solace in my own little world, which is like TikToks and Instagram and yeah. movies and true crime shit. So is but, this why you somewhat hate me and wish you can you can uh, plan your ways of murdering me? No. Because you know true crime? No. Okay. But do you hate me? I don't hate you. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking over your shoulder because I think Bowie's been going into your closet a lot. Yeah. He's I don't fine. know why, but well, he, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna go for that joke. I was actually. <laughs> no, it's pride. Don't do that to them no, right now. No, I'm not doing that. Oh my god, we'd be in so much trouble. But anyway, so mm. speaking of which, there. Was oh a... no. I so, like I said, I was talking to my sister the other day, and speaking of TikTok, I've been doing a lot of reading lately, and. I tend to find good recommendations for horror books on horror book, books on Book Talk. Which Book Talk, if you don't know, TikTok has a bunch of these sub communities of people out there who all share like the same interests. So you have Witch Talk, you have Book Talk, you may have like Star Wars Talk or Marvel Talk or, or Horror Talk. Horror Talk. I was gonna say no Horror Talk. Shut up, Colin. Okay. But you have all these different sub-communities of people who like to share their interests and give out recommendations for people who haven't experienced these types of things. So I have found a good like amount of books that to read as recommendations. I'm actually probably going to post them on our Instagram. Cause Bailey Syrian's kind of doing the same thing. She's rereading old books that she used to read back in high school, and she's giving these little like Instagram stories about her reviews on them, reading them the second time around as an adult. Mm-hmm. Because when you read them in school, you're forced to read something that you may generally not have an interest in when you're a teenager, but as an adult, and you actually take the time to read it and analyze it, it hits different. Yeah. So, some of the books that I've read, one of them is called Clown in the Cornfield, written by Adam Cesar. And it's a really good book. It's been recommended by those who like Stephen King's It. Or, like, typical 80s slasher movies. Mm-hmm. It's... I almost thought, because they referenced Pennywise, I almost thought it was going to be, like, a Pennywise ripoff of some sort of, like, killer clown story. It is 
a little bit different than that, but it's it's a true slasher book. It's really good. And I told my sister it has two gay boys in it. And she's like, oh, happy pride. And I'm like, happy pride. Ooh, gay boys. So happy pride. If you want to <sighs> find a good horror book with LGBTQIA plus representation, with go, two hot gay boys? Go, pick yeah. up, go pick up Clown in the Cornfield. That's a good one. I like it. And yep. it's coming out with a sequel in August. I'm so excited for it. It's all about the boys. <laughs> but, yeah. Do you want to add anything before we sign off? Um, no. All right. I'm so, good. So if you want to follow us on social media, we are on Instagram primarily. Uh, if you want to listen to us, you can listen to our show anywhere you get your podcasts. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Breaker, all the good stuff. I think that's pretty much it. All right. That's cool. All right. That was another fun episode of the Abbey Normal Podcast. I am your host, Colin. And I'm Leah. Signing off saying we're going to Cheesecake Factory. Happy anniversary. Happy, happy anniversary. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. As always, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We are currently on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Be sure to give us a like, subscribe, or a nice review for our podcast. It helps boost our show positively. You can also follow us on Instagram and now on TikTok.